everyone and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast solely focused on the theme We Can, We Will. Whether this COVID-19 storm as business owners that is. I really, really hope you all had a lovely Easter bank holiday and are feeling slightly more refreshed and ready for the week ahead, whatever your plans look like at the moment. If we haven't met yet, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did slash the one asking the questions throughout these chats. Before I introduce today's guests, I am so pleased to say that this bonus We Can, We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business account that I've used and loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018 and finally sorted myself out with a proper company current account. If you haven't come across Tide yet, it is the business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers, which makes managing your business's finances a whole lot more simple than I'd envisioned when I first launched She Can, She Did. It didn't come as a surprise to me, therefore, when I learnt that in recent weeks, they've set up a really useful hub dedicated to providing help and support for small businesses during the coronavirus outbreak, which you can find by heading to www.tide.co slash blog forward slash coronavirus or by following the link in this episode's show notes. From finding out how other businesses have overcome the paralysis to their industries in order to keep moving forward, what small businesses in Spain want all of us here in the UK to know about surviving coronavirus, to some good old tips and tricks for working at home more productively, you can find all the latest news, updates and help dedicated specifically to small business owners there, which will update as the current climate evolves of course too. With so much noise out there at the moment, they've also provided digestible information on government support for business owners in the form of a really simple coronavirus government support eligibility checker. Bit of a mouthful, I know, but it's really useful and is void of all the fancy financial jargon that I don't know about you, but I find so unbelievably confusing at times. Essentially, it's a chatbot that asks you a few simple questions about your business and then basically directs you to the right support that's tailored to your business businesses needs. In short, it's pretty great. You can find the link in the show notes below, but I just want to say a huge thank you to Tide for their support and hope that you all find the hub they've set up as useful as I did. Anyway, with that said and done, today's episode is with the founders of one of my favourite brands to follow online, who I first met back in 2017 when I first launched She Can, She Did, and have fangirled over their impressive creations ever since. The ladies in question being Katie Smith and Terry Chandler, co-founders of the London flower studio that is Worm, a brand with a portfolio filled to the brim with collaborations with top-end designers, including the likes of Burberry, Erdem and Matches Fashion, styled shoots for the likes of Harper's Bazaar and L, and a whole host of weddings that, if ever I were to create a wedding inspo Pinterest board, would feature heavily because, quite simply, they are stunning. Given that Worm's revenue relies heavily on event styling, weddings and styled shoots to operate, however, this is how the past few weeks have played out for Katie and Terry, and how they've adapted to the implications dictated by the coronavirus behind the scenes. As always, I hope you enjoy it. seen you both in ages and genuinely out of I mean I follow so many different florists and floral designers and any, anyone to do with flowers because let's face it they're the best accounts to follow because it's always so pretty 
and you two are two women that to me your schedules the hours you put in are just absolutely bonkers but I've obviously seen your most recent posts and how March played out for you both so in your own words Katie let's start with you how has the coronavirus impacted Worm and how did it play out across the course of the past few weeks? Well, like, I think um, it's impacted Worm, like, massively. But I think that's, like, with any small business now, everyone, like, everyone, every single person, regardless of even if they own a business or not, um, this is impacted in some way and will impact. But I guess for us, we just had to make the decision to stop trading for a while and take a pause um, because we rely so heavily on events and, like weddings rather than maybe delivering bunches of flowers um so once um you know coronavirus really hit uh the country we all of all of our jobs just we start we started seeing them getting cancelled and then all the weddings for this summer have slowly been postponed to next summer so th- it just didn't really make any sense for us to keep on going hmm. Um, and also, you know, um, with running a business, we have like staff and, you know, we just have to be mindful of, you know, making sure they were safe. And, you know, we just couldn't justify staying open for really tiny jobs or things, you know, um, it just didn't make any sense. So, yeah, we decided to close, which was a really like crazy thing because, you know, for the last four years, we've worked really hard and you know, our lives have been really hectic and we're always really busy. And then to go from that level of being so busy to trying to like, not like to calm down and slow down and not have that work was quite like a strange feeling for me over the last few weeks. But I'm slowly getting to like, um, kind of calming down and kind of understanding that I probably needed to do that. And needed to have a bit of time to look at things more objectively and I feel like you know we've kind of over the last few weeks since we have been on lockdown you know we've started ticking off a to-do list that we've had for a really long time of really small things that never get done. Well I remember interviewing you when I first launched She Can She Did and you were talking about that to-do list back then. <laughs> so I like... had it and it was just an ever-growing list of things that just we never had time to do like a really like simple organizational things that just don't get done because you're just running really reactively to the jobs of that day um so yeah I feel like you know we've organized things a little bit better and like I guess at the start I had you know this list of things you know I'm gonna do this really good project around this and I'm gonna become like some flower hero within this lockdown and you know we're gonna really like do something and putting all this pressure on myself to do like this great project and then I just had to be like no like that you know what for me this isn't the time for that it's a time to just look at my like own life and myself and kind of look a little bit inwards and hopefully with the view of coming out of this just better with more perspective and just in a better like state mentally and physically you know that's the thing though I feel like like I said like you really the hours that you two put in are just compared to so many women that I follow it's just up here so I do think you you deserve this break so much even though it's come at like it it comes with so much financial worry and all of that kind of thing 
like you said, there's that opportunity to just pause and reflect. And I mean, Terry, you're a new mum and you're on maternity leave. So for you, how how have the past few weeks played out for you? And like in terms of back and forth with Katie, what's it been like? Well, um, we decided at the start uh, when I was taking maternity leave that I would take like complete leave because I'm far too controlling to like have like one foot in the door. And I said to Katie, I think it's better if I just actually leave and you do what you want with the business. And then I come back and you can like introduce me to what you've changed in the business. And I mean, from my side of it, it's definitely worked out better to, you know, just concentrate on, you know, I I tried, I wanted to have a baby for a really long time and I wanted to be able to give my time to that baby. So I kind of just didn't want to be half there. So I have been like away from the business for three months now. And then this suddenly has happened and I'm just like, oh my God, well, tell me like what was going on anyway. And like Katie's trying to like tell me everything that was happening and then going, but now that's not happening. And there were so many exciting projects that obviously have been put on hold um, with, you know, brilliant brands that we've wanted to work with. And, but yeah, like my day to day life hasn't changed much because the first three months of having a baby, you don't do an awful lot anyway. So I'm three months in and I'm basically spending about 10 hours a day pulling a musical flower to make it go again <laughs> and then checking in with Katie who's telling me stuff and we luckily as that when I left we took on a studio manager which is the first time we've taken on a full-time member of staff and I think that's been a great help to Katie as well because she's definitely more um Athea is her name and she's brilliant and she's definitely more um business-minded than us in the way of you know she she's in contact with our accountant and you know she has she, even though Katie was out doing all those final few jobs and wrapping up and trying to finish the ones that we'd promised Athea was able to figure out whether we were liable for a government grant or you know do all that kind of stuff and so I've just felt like Katie and Athea have had it in safe hands and I've just come in asked questions and answered questions and kind of been, you just don't get a lot of time to do anything when you have a new baby yeah, yeah. no I, I like <laughs> I was saying before the call I was speaking to Rose Davies the other day and I just any new mum going through this I take my hat off to you Katie with with regards to having I didn't realize that you had a full-time member of staff on there so like having that responsibility um with all the jobs being cancelled it's like a, it's a predicament that so many of us like, well, I say us I don't but like so many founders are going through at the moment where they've not only got their business to support which alone is their baby but they've got their team to worry about as well so how have you gone about managing that situation and kind of communicating what's going on I know like you know we all know what's going on but do you know what I mean like as a boss as well yeah like I mean I think we're really lucky that we can communicate so well with one another with the internet so you know we've been keeping in touch um like we've had to we're all on furlough now, so we're not really technically allowed work. Um, but in saying that, you know, um, like, I guess that takes the pressure off our business having to pay wages, which, you know, we wouldn't be able to pay otherwise. But, you know, we Athea is really like similar to us in her, like how she is morally and how she thinks. And, you know, we're all on the same page about this. And, you know, I think... Um, as a business owner, I guess I I just want my staff to be mentally happy and I I feel like everyone just needs to take this time and reflect on themselves what rather than worrying about work because it, it's so hard right now to 
focus nearly. I find it really hard to focus on things to do at work because my brain is always going like so quickly, uh, like about whatever, uh, about what's going on. So I think we've just been, I've just been trying, I have been trying to be quite mindful with her and letting her have space and telling, you know, there's no pressure with work and take this time to, you know, use it for yourself. And hopefully then when we all get back to work, we're all going to be just much better at doing it. And, but, you know, I'm, I'm saying this, but then, you know, I guess a lot of people are going through a lot more of a tough time, like, you know, than we are right now, because we all have healthy families and, you know, no, nobody so, thank God, so far as, um, gotten really sick and I think the priority now is you and your family and your friends and you know I guess treating this collective like it's a collective thing we're all going through and we were all in it together and I you know you have to take a step back and it's not about work and it's not about Mm -hmm. our business right now it's about what's going on in the world and you know what we can do collectively to help that you know yeah I had a conversation the other day where someone you said you know how are you and I was just like it sounds so silly but to me I was upset that about um the fact that I'm so used to seeing the family pets every day I work for my parents and it sounds so silly but I've grown up with animals around me so yeah. me and I just miss the dogs and the cats and stuff and you, you sound I felt so silly voicing that out loud given everything going on and they kind of said you know we all feel guilty because when you put it into perspective we're all so lucky like and it's just that yeah. it's that perspective isn't it like everyone's so so lucky but equally you're allowed to not beat yourself up if you have moments where you worry or yeah like the thing is there's so much worry like you know and every you know I'm naturally worried about what will happen in the future with worm and what way we're going to take it but um I think it's just yeah it's not maybe it doesn't need to be the big priority right now and in my world it's like I'd rather um you know like look at how we can help like can we use worm in a way that can help what's happening like our we've given our studio over to a food to be a food bank and that feels that's something that we can do that helps um and how proactive were you with that did they reach out to you or did you offer it yeah it was basically our studio is attached to a church and um usually the church the food bank is within the church but now they just needed extra space so it was the natural thing to do was to offer it and let them use it because we're not using it right now and you know um hopefully you know with the outlook that we will get a bit more involved in the coming weeks with how that's going to run and you know um using our network because we've built a really great community of people that want to help and want to do things so using that community to help with something like that rather than it being about our business essentially like you know and I think you know for me that's and I think Terry as well that just feels like a better use of our energy right now um because I don't think you can plan for the future massively right now because it's very unknown and you know we just you can't tell how people how people's habits and actions will change after this and you know what 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 what, will people want flowers for big events will that be where money is spent anymore we don't know so it's hard to you know plan for that yeah it's such a luxury item flowers you know it's like I was saying to Katie on the phone the other day um 
you know, businesses like hairdressers, like everyone's going to want their hair done, right? Oh, and like, I think you, like, have you seen how <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the razor, my, my, my boyfriend's razor the other day. Yeah, so, you know, businesses like that are going to be like thrown into the fire of like busy, 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 trying to work schedules out. And I just feel like ours might be down the bottom of the kind of, food chain for that because it's not a necessity you know like we do events we do shoots our shoots going to happen really quick again you know these are all kind of luxury things and that's kind of where we do most of our work is big events and big shoots and it just feels like no one's going to have the money to do that straight away again so I think that's when Katie's saying you know like not planning I think if we planned that like the day the lockdown you know is lifted we're straight back into work and we have all this work you know setting ourselves up for that is is probably not the way to do it because we're just going to get more anxious and it's going to we're just going to keep procrastinating on when this is going to happen and you know we, we were talking about it and we, when we started Worm we started with nothing you know we didn't have investment we got paid for the flowers up front and we did the flowers and that's how we started you know, getting a studio and getting this and getting that. And, you know, so that's, we've built that up over four years. And, you know, there's not much to lose because we can start again on nothing, except now we have a big client base. The lucky thing is we've all, we've kept the company small always. Our freelancers are, you know, really gladly now being looked after by the government as well, which was a huge worry for a while. And we were both really creative people. We can definitely find a way to, um, when this is all over, remind our clients who we are and what we can offer. And, you know, they all know us personally, which I think is a huge difference. I think when you have a small company, I think the this is a really important thing that's come out of this, is that you do really need to keep those personal relationships with your brands. Mm. Because, you know, say any of our really big brands, we'll definitely know two people's names and mobile numbers in there that we've had personal conversations with that we could come back and say how have you been and like you know what could we do in the future to help both of our businesses and so I think that's going to stand to us and you know that we just have to stay positive in it and know that that the, the four years of work that we've done is not to be lost it's there 100% it's so funny you said that because like it is it's it's one of those lessons that like in terms of advice if anyone ever asks me what I've learned from anyone that I deem to be successful YouTubing two of them it's always that like that communication and relationships and how important they are and you might not speak to someone for a year but if you've left on a good note and you can go back to that then it's so important because we've been kind that's always our number one thing in our whole business is being kind like staying that extra half hour if a, if an event is if you can see that it's kind of gone crazy and they need someone to iron the tablecloth or something or you know giving somebody extra time to pay if they need to do that and um, I think now, you know, businesses who've really stuck to morals all through this are really going to reap the benefits as well. And just people will remember and, pe- and people will be kind back because I do, I do believe that people, you know, are kind. Yeah, me too. Um, in terms of looking after yourself then, you know, if, if you're not working and I know, Katie, you said there's like, there are underlying worries, you know, if, if people don't, I, I personally, when you were saying that the brands that you work with are the kind of brands that I genuinely think are going to invest in making sure that they start as they mean to go on kind of thing. So making it look pretty from the outset and luxury from the outset, they will invest in that. But that's just a, a personal thing. <laughs> but obviously, with those with those worries and stuff, you know, how are you using this time? You said looking inwards and all of that kind of stuff. But what are you doing with your days at the moment? Like, 
I think like I I feel like I've I've read so many things online now how to looking after your mental health through coronavirus like I think I'm I might have read every article listened to every podcast um <laughs> looked at every video that anyone's putting up about it which took up the first week really of of me <laughs> in lockdown but um I think the advice is just the same always it's like you know, doing things like creating a schedule for yourself, you know, because it's so easy, I guess, for every day to start bleeding into one. And I started to realize that early on that like, I was like, oh, I can't, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what I did on Monday. Is it Thursday already? God, like those, the days go kind of in this weird, quick way. So for me, like, I definitely need structure. I really need structure. So I kind of try and structure my day and, you know, get up, I get dressed, I have my breakfast, I go for my run. I do, like, I make a little to-do list of things I would like to do for that day. But I guess, I, I, like, you know, also being mindful of not really, like, putting too much pressure on myself because I don't want, you know, like, there has been enough pressure on me in the, like, you know, before this. So using that time to do the things I don't have time for, reading books that I've wanted to read. Um, you know, like even little things. Like I now talk in the day about things that are not worms. Yeah, yeah. You know, we call each other every day and we're just talking about life and it's like, wow, we haven't done this for so long. I know, that feels so nice, you know, talk. Like, yeah, I guess it's like connecting with people. Like I think all, everyone is connected a lot more with people you know friends and had really nice conversations with people um and maybe making things more of a like a ritual or a special like making things special like you know cooking a nicer dinner than you usually would cook like I baked dough the other day like bread and I would never do that like when would I ever have time to knead dough like that's like I was like this is insane you know don't ever have time for this or you know, even like going to bed, but washing my face really well. Because like... I've been doing that as well, like really cleansing. Because I just yeah. see someone do this ritual of like what they do for their cleanse. And I'm never that person. And genuinely, oh. like I was like, oh, this feels so good. I've got the time to like properly learn how to give myself a facial. It's amazing. You know, it's, it's so small and so simple. And, um, and kind of, it makes you feel a little bit better. And then, you know, like I live with a group of girls and as a house, we started a little project this week together where we've just made a really small little magazine of full of things like little, just printed out on our printer at home. And it's just for our road. So we're going to post it into everyone on our road. And it's just um, little things we've listened to that we found useful, books we've read, movies we've That's watched amazing. that we've really enjoyed a little project for all the kids on the street to do, you know, and, you know, things like that just are more exciting and interesting. And you, you feel like you've done something that could bring a bit of joy to someone who might be having a hard day in their house. You it's know? so true. Like I, one of the first things I thought about this, the history geek in me was kind of thinking like kids um, are going to be writing essays about this one day. Like they yeah. genuinely, it's such a monumental time. And I think that's such an amazing thing to be able to come out of this and say like, oh, I created this magazine for the street. Like that's amazing. I mean, I say magazine, it's like a printed A4 piece of paper. <laughs> it's fine, we'll call it a magazine for this. It sounds fancier. Um, Terry, as a, as a new mum, how are you looking after yourself, given that, you know, that alone is such a 
crazy, overwhelming chapter in most mums' lives. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because I had just started to come out of the hibernation period. Like, I had um, a really tough time um, for the first few weeks. My recovery was really slow. So I had just come to, like, six or seven weeks um, and going, oh, I could go to a mum's group. You know, I could meet someone for a cup of tea or coffee. And, like, you know, winter was long and like I had, I, I went into labor Christmas day. So, you know, it's like the whole, the, you know, winter was long and then the recovery was long and then suddenly the sun starts shining and I feel like I go, go out and meet people again and I can't. Mm. <laughs> so that has definitely been difficult. And I was really starting to let it get me down thinking like, oh, my daughter is going to be really, you know, antisocial and clingy and she won't know there's other babies in the world. And then I listened to who have we been listening to, Katie? Oh, that lady. Um, oh my and, God, um, hold on. Um, oh, she's so good. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to tell you now because I just sent it to someone. Anyway, this lady that we've both been watching, a friend sent it to me, and Katie, I sent it to Katie, and Katie's like, I've already been watching this today. And she does these little kind of family, um, family chats. Lennon Doyle. Lennon Doyle. And she was talking about, you know, how, um, how this is, you know, cocooning time and, you know, do the best you can with it and I was just thinking you know my boyfriend is working from home now and I'm at home and there's just the three of us and we wouldn't have had this time and it just I've turned my head around about it completely and thought what an amazing time to be here with my three-month-old and like just chatting to her all day and giving her all this love and not like trying to get on a bus rushing to here or there and actually I'm just really enjoying just being with her and you know, hopefully she'll come out of this. She'll come out of it very chatty anyway, that's for sure. And, you know, full of love and cuddles because I, I'm holding her all day, whereas I wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm trying to see the positives in it. I mean, you know, you're talking about like washing your face nicely. I think it's been like three days since I brushed my teeth because she won't have me at the moment. That's right. <laughs> okay. I'm not going anywhere, so I don't need to do it, right? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Rounding up then, ladies, in terms of advice for anyone listening to this, Katie, we'll come to you first for just any founders listening. What would you say to them? Well, like, it's kind of what I said before. Like, I think um, you kind of have to let go a little bit of like, you know, of like, you know, the worry about what your business will be because we're all worried about that. And you know, there's nothing you can really do, like, at the moment. I, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, though, and, you know, I guess for, like, people starting a business, this is an amazing time to get all that groundwork done because, you know, when we started, we had to work these, like, restaurant jobs and we never had any time. And, you know, even, like, filing your business or registering it with HMRC, it takes so long. And setting up your Instagram account or your social media, all these things take a lot of time. And, it's a great time, I guess, um, to do that. But I think, you know, if you have a business and it's established and you're in a position where we are, I think like, you know, um, some good things will have to come from this. I think like looking at things a little bit more collectively and less like, you know, just about your business, you know, like, I think that's the way the world hopefully may like go. And I think, yeah, we just have to be really mindful that we're in this position because there's something dangerous there and you know and that goes beyond owning a business you know I think 
yeah maybe just looking at it a little bit more objectively and not worrying so much like not giving yourself a hard time uh not not giving yourself a hard time if you don't get your to-do list done it doesn't it's okay <laughs> so so true and terry what about you maybe for um any mums with businesses as well yeah i mean like as katie said you know it's definitely great to to get those little things done like start your business plan if that's you know if you have the energy for that but also if if in four days you come up with one tiny idea for your business well then that's amazing you know it's it's not putting yourself under the pressure and maybe maybe the idea will come from sitting down and watching every season of Ozark I don't know you know it's like it doesn't have to be from sitting down and getting into your work clothes and trying to trying to work in an office situation in your home because we're in exceptional times now you know it's not these are not normal times so you know give your give, definitely give yourself that time to sit in the bath or sorry there's the doorbell um, <laughs> yeah just some just just give yourself some time to chill out and not and not put yourself under the pressure because I think the pressure is horrible and understand that we're all in the same boat like we're all of us are at a loss and everyone will understand that we're if we're slow to come back everyone understands yeah yeah that's literally the thing that's kept me like level-headed from day one it's that like the whole world is being affected by this so you can't do anything about it it's just make make the best of that situation okay once we are all through out the other side uh we're allowed to see each other again etc etc how are or what are you both going to do to reward yourself uh, Katie's going to be giving a lot of hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's, Katie's a serial hugger and she's been deprived of hugs now for how long, Katie? A good three yeah, weeks. Yeah, nearly four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think a, a really big part would be supporting small businesses. Like if we want to go and celebrate, like pick a, a restaurant that, you know, we want to support and order cakes from a company that's getting back, you know, like, you know, if you, if you have a bit of extra money that you want to celebrate with a friend, like do think about all those small businesses and sending them, you know, sending them something or going to meet up in that small cafe and buying a cake and, you know, all those little things, but we're definitely going to celebrate. We're going to be, you know, I guess this is as lame as it might sound. It is our generation's war in a way. So we'll look forward to those street parties and and coming back from this and and blooming again. I love that. That's amazing. Thank you both so much, honestly. Lovely. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for chatting to I us. I always feel like you two look so glam. Like, you're so naturally glam. Like, I literally look like a projector at a hedge backwards. And then oh you're God, like... I feel like we are like, if anyone was to describe us, I don't think... I think that's the first time anyone's no. ever said we look glam. No, but I feel like it's like, it's like a, a, like a... Oh, what's the word I'm going for? Uh, Drag through the hedge glam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you go. <laughs> both worlds (laughs) but yeah no thank you so much honestly thank you so much for listening to that episode of the she can she did podcast it really really does mean a lot if you happen to enjoy it it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumor has it it helps to boost the podcast in the charts which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it for now though i really really hope you enjoy the rest of your day thank you so much for listening once again and please do look out for tomorrow's episode